Mason. What's up, man? You want to hear a story? Yeah. I may have told you this already because it happened, I think this was a year and a half ago. Um, but do you remember a manufactured home for sale by one of our team members on 32nd Street? That was mine. No, it wasn't. It was Adam's. It was there for months that didn't sell. Oh, and okay. everyone I had one on, on 32nd Street as well. Okay. Well, it was a single wide. Um, anyways. Oh, it was only a single wide? Yeah. Was it on leased property? Yep. Well, you can't list those. That has to be, well, what was the square foot? Uh, 700 square feet. You can okay. list them. It has to be, if they're single, if they're, um, what am I trying to say? If they're not dual, yeah. if they're a single one, I think it has to be over like 640 or 690 square feet. Otherwise, you can't list it on the MLS. That's weird. Well, yeah. it met the requirements. Okay. Fair. Um, anyways, so the way that our team works for real estate is that usually there's a realtor on call. So they'll handle any sign calls, any leads of that nature. And if someone's looking to buy or sell, they get the opportunity to try and work with those people. So on one of the weeks, I was the realtor that was on call. And this manufactured home was here for several months. So during that week, I got two people who called on that place. Um, so they wanted to see it on the same day. And I scheduled one at 1 p.m. And the other person, I think, called a little later. And I was like, you know what? I could probably fit them in beforehand, but I didn't want to have any overlap. So I said, can we do noon? He said, that's fine. So I get to the uh, manufactured home, open it all up. Uh, I'm there, it's noon, no one's there, 12.05, 12.10. Usually I give people like five minutes before I start calling them, but I th or I think I shot them a text, they're like, oh yeah, we're nearby. And then we get to like 12.15, because usually you get like a 15-minute window. Um, I give them a call, I'm like, hey, are you guys nearby? And they're like, yeah, sorry, it was just farther away than we expected. I'm waiting, and I was expecting to wait for my 1 p.m., but I'm just sitting there going like, where are these people? They end up showing up at like 12.45. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So they come in. They take a look around. I'm a little upset just because they've kind of screwed up with what's going on. They take a look around. Um, and then when they're going to leave, the people that were supposed to be there for the 1 p.m. were early. So now I've got people crossing over, and that's what I was kind of looking to avoid. So... The second people came in, uh, very nice people, showed them around, talked with them about what they were looking for, all those things. So uh, finished up with them and what they might be looking for elsewhere. I'm on the way back to the office. All of a sudden, I get a phone call from the first group of people. They're like, hey, um, yeah, we saw the other people that showed up to look at that manufactured home. And so we know it's there's activity on it. We want to put in an offer. I was like, okay. Uh, well, it's listed right now at thirty-eight thousand. Uh, what are we thinking in terms of the offer? They're like, "All right, we want to do twenty-five thousand." I'm like, "All right, well, I do know the uh, listing agent, and from what he's disclosed to me, the lowest they're probably going to be willing to push that price is going to be thirty-five. He's like, "Ah, oh, all right, man." Hangs up the phone. Um, and then. He calls me back five minutes later. Hey, man, here's what we're thinking. 
uh, would they be interested in a trade? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, all right, so do you see that car that we pulled up in, the red one? He's like, I'm like, yeah. He's like, it's 2014. I've got another white one that's just like it. So here's what we'll do. We'll do 25000 plus the car. It's like worth $14,000. Um, and then uh, we'll do twenty-five plus that, and that will cover the price of the manufactured home and our closing costs. I'm like, my guy, like they don't want to trade for a car, but if you want to go sell that car, get the fourteen thousand dollars. Now you're at twenty-nine thousand dollars, so you can offer the thirty-five and cover any of your closing costs. And he's like, yeah, but you know that if I take it to a dealership, they're not going to give me fourteen grand for that car. Because I'm like, dude, they don't want to try and have to sell your car. He's like, all right, yeah, I get what you're saying. And I was like, oh my gosh. I left that there, did not really push to follow up with them because that was that was a train wreck of a situation, apparently. Maybe the sellers did want a car. Did you not get them a Chevy Malibu? Is that what happened? Yeah, what kind of car was it? I forget. It was something along that. It was a sedan. It was some kind of Ford Focus or very something. good. So yeah, worth fourteen grand. My ass. Yeah, twenty fourteen. It must have been pretty nice. Low miles. Yeah, I know low, what low, I have. Low. Custom. <laughs> well, Joe, you know the car community. Everyone's gonna tell you this car is worth ten grand more yes. than what it's actually worth. You yeah. should just buy it anyway. I haven't smoked a single cigarette in it in the last six months. <laughs> That's funny. Why does everything look yellow? All right, quick note for everyone. Um, talking with the guys last week, Mason had the idea that uh, we're going to try and organize our stuff a little better with the episode. Um, last week, we kind of... All right. Last week, we kind of deviated from some of the real estate and construction stuff, so we're going to try and be more strict with that conversation probably from 30 minutes onward. Uh and in the first 30 minutes, we're going to kind of just talk about whatever's happening in the world. If we want to kind of just shoot the shit, uh, might be a little more explicit with our language. So if you guys are looking more expli- uh, exclusively for that real estate construction stuff, then feel free to fast forward to 30 minutes. And other than that, we're probably just going to yeah, talk. Feel free it. to just listen to the uh, shit talking and then shut it off after 30 minutes as well. This yeah, is true. Yeah. If you that's what you want to do. Yeah. Until 30 minute mark. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Listen, well, uh, listen for happy uh, Friday the 13th, guys. Yeah. That's true. I got to get a tattoo. Are you? I mean, it may as well. They're cheaper right now. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, is that get, a real thing? Yeah, you oh, get yeah, a flash yeah. tattoo for like like 10 bucks or something. Yeah. Flash tattoo? Yeah. What's that? It's one that's like a picture on the wall, basically. And it's the size of a quarter. Most places do it. And they just slap it on you, basically, for like 10 bucks or whatever. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where are we going? Dude, honestly, like the tattoo or where are we going? Both. Both. Oh, I was thinking somewhere on the top of the shaft, you know what I mean? <laughs> or a spaceship. <sighs> Can't, I, I don't think I can do that. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be matching. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant I don't think I could handle it. You could. Well, you, you have don't to be, have to handle it. Somebody else handles it for you. Do you have to be erect? <laughs> so that's, that's really up to you. Because the art is dependent on that, right? Do, do you want it to be displayed erect or do you want it to be displayed flaccid? I would want it to be displayed erect. Be like, oh, what's that? Let me show you. Yeah. You want to see my spaceship? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything weird happen to you guys? Lots. Um, 
there's several cop cars by the job sites I was at today, but other than that, nothing too crazy. Today was actually a good day. I've had some rough days this week, so. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. That spike didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, nothing weird happened today. Pretty, or yet, Does at it least. usually yeah, happen on Friday the 13th? Yeah, well, uh, if you can see in the video, we have a little bit of tequila, so. It might, get, it might get weird tonight, you know? <laughs> no, 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 not might. It's when will it get weird. Oh, okay. Mm. That's fair. Because I'm like, yeah, a little more than half. You're slow. Yeah, I'm a baby. Dude, did we, did we tell you the story about when we went to Sedona and... You guys woke up naked together? No. Borderline. That didn't happen. But Joe got trashed and... Oh, I was so cozy. I was. Did warm. we tell you about that? No, were you guys spooning? No. Okay, so they were spooning. I, I thought we told this story on the podcast. We may have. I don't know. I might Whatever. Not have been here. All right. Um. So when we were at the window and door company, it was me, Joe, and I think we've told the story before. Anyways, um, give me the cliff notes. Two of our two of the other guys who are our age got sent up to Sedona, and we knew we were staying over the night. So uh, the company basically booked us a couple rooms, and. Uh, we showed up and it was hilarious when we went to the front desk because it's four dudes. Like we've got backpacks or I think he had a duffel bag. I always have a haircut that like kind of looks semi-military cop something. I would agree. There's people who've just like stopped my car in the middle of the road and been like, are you a cop? And I'm like, no. Are you in the military? No. But anyways, so, uh, we go to the counter to check in and they're like, What'd they say? Uh, Welcome home. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, so we go to dinner at the restaurant there, and dinner was on the company, but drinks were on us. We had to pay for them. So uh, it was the three guys all ordered, what was it, Jack and Cokes. Hmm. So basically, waitress drops them off. Joe just, like, downs it right away. She comes back. The other two guys are still kind of like working on theirs. Like she was barely gone. She comes back, sees it, and he's like, hey, can I get another? And so she had put like, you know, those teeny coffee straws in it or uh-huh. whatever. Fred was. So for everyone, basically she came back, but this time it had just like a regular drink straw and she was pouring those bad boys strong. So pretty quickly he was trashed that night. It was hilarious just because she picked it up very quickly oh i'm gonna make some this money. guy's yeah. going hard in the paint <laughs> let's see how high we can get this bill yeah, that's I, what she was thinking yeah I, apparently i tabbed out i think it was borderline triple digit that night oh dear god <clears throat> yeah and triple then i went digits oh. yeah what do you mean For like the bill hundreds? oh yeah, yeah yeah the bill yeah and then i got to the uh, hotel and i was like "Ooh, time for some electric vitamins yeah. And then I got real cozy and I watched two men fight. In person. In person. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? It was Mr. Thaddeus. Oh, yeah. And our friend Bobby. Yeah. Why'd they fight? Just for fun? I don't know, dude. I was real no. confused. All right. <laughs> From my perspective, here's what happened. So, that was. How long were you at the company at that point? I don't know, bro. Three months, four months? Okay. So, Bobby was there before Joe. By quite a bit. Um, didn't seem like that much. Because I was there before Bobby. Mm-hmm. And I was there before Jerome. Anyways, basically, Bobby's a really good dude. One of my best friends. But 
like this was back when we're still kind of getting to know each other and in the company kind of it seemed like we were trying to figure out like all right like it was we're two bulls starting to just kind of butt heads a little bit and so it kind of came to a point where like we weren't fighting about anything but it was time to figure out like who's gonna who's who's the top dog (laughs) that's such a young bull thing to do it is yeah. yeah and so we wrestled like twice that night and yeah, just why twice? Because after the first one, I think there was another one that started, and it was just. Mind you, he's wearing a full Canadian tuxedo the entire time. What's a Canadian tuxedo? Denim pants, denim jacket. Oh, okay. And boots. Boots. Yeah. So yeah, Bobby got a little fucked up by the buttons because <laughs> they're metal buttons. I wish, uh, Joe. I wish you were stuff. a little more sober so you could have uh, got that on video camera. There was no way. Dude, he is tucked up to his eyeballs in a comforter. We're talking about swapping motors into Honda minivans. Yeah, we literally prior. burst in the room. Joe, we're going out. He's got the phone laid on his ear. Comforter is like up to his cheekbone. He's talking about cars with one of his buddies. He's like, huh? What's going on? And then we told him to get dressed and... Getting the coldest leather vehicle I've ever experienced in my entire life. And then our wrestling match broke out. Well, that sounds like a fun trip. Dude, it was awesome. It was fun. Especially since we didn't pay for most of it. Yeah. Joe, real quick. I don't mean to shit on you, but um, there is something we got to address. No. Last week, Scott's car was broken. Sitting out in the parking lot as we rolled up. This is true. This um, is true. I don't know if you heard how it got resolved. Yeah, he went trying to turn it on again. Yeah, but there's a little bit more than that. He, he texted Mason and I about it. There was a little chip that was missing out of his key. So when he tried the other key, that's why it worked. So at the beginning of the night... The very beginning. When Mason said, do you think it's your key? Because I know sometimes I have trouble with it. Turns out it was the key. So unfortunately, we're having to pass the uh, Joe just uh, mechanic crown to Mason. He's like, this this guy's a clown. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Ah, jeez, dude. (laughs) Electronic bypasses. So yeah. So pretty much, I know more about cars than Joe does. This is true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At least Toyota Tacomas. (laughs) Which, to be fair, Joe did go over the entire vehicle and diagnose that whole fucking thing. And see, that's why. They steal your money at the car shops. Yeah. They spend too much time. I knew what it was right off the bat. Is it the key? <laughs> you try the key yet? It's got a gas. But I knew I was in the right. I knew I was on the right foot when their first assumption was it's out of gas. <laughs> that's what. Yeah, that's what Scott said. I was like, really? That was fucking hilarious. That's, I took him to get gas. I'm that's easy to tell because you put the key in and it goes in the on position and then the gauges all turn on and then it tells you how much gas is in the tank. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that's what that like, whole electronic startup is. It's like make sure the gauge is working. It's like, okay, here's where you're at. So the gas gauge was working. It was accurate. There was gas in it. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with it. it ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> and Scott. Did you guys uh, notice that eggs are a little more expensive? I, I've been seeing a bunch of memes about it, but it's cheaper I... cheaper to eat McDonald's than it is eggs right now. But I honestly haven't seen the price. I up. think it, it's like, not up a lot, but like, 
like 30, 40%. I guess that's a no. pretty good amount. That's a fuck ton. Yeah. Do you know what happened? No. Apparently, the uh, bird flu got a hold of the uh, worldwide chickens. The worldwide chickens? Yeah. Like the worldwide what? Yeah, I think, uh, dang it, I forgot the number. Uh, I believe it was like something crazy, like 56 million chickens died from the bird flu. And we that's why we have a shortage. Yeah, we can't eat those anymore because I think they, they incinerate them. Yeah, I think once they have the bird flu, yeah, they like, they die. Is it unsafe? I don't think, I don't think you can sandwich? save, I don't think you can save like animals and chickens from the bird flu. No. It's probably not worth it. Yeah. Why, why would you waste time on something that's a couple dollars when it's just like, yeah. you wouldn't get your money back if you're going to take it to a vet. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird and interesting. Because other than eggs, the uh, the overall general uh, prices of food have gone down just a little bit. Beef is Which is good high. because that's been something that people have been freaking out about here for a minute. Well, they freak out about a lot of stuff. Yeah, but with the whole inflation thing, they're like, oh, the price to buy food is up so much. So we've got families that can't buy food and they're having to put it on their credit cards. And it's like, all right, guys. Pictures of Doritos and shit. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's like, what food? <laughs> when people ask me what I eat, what do you like to eat? Uh, beef and rice. Yeah? I'm like, sometimes I like get some strawberries and, you know, some like cucumber in there and whatever, but like, yeah, primarily beef and rice. Yeah, I'm pretty simple too. I just started eating eggs again, so that sucks. Do you, uh, why'd you stop eating eggs? It was like a small allergy thing, nothing bad. It was just like... Was it? Did you like eliminate it to find out if it really was an allergy? Uh, yeah, because remember, like, there was a good stretch where I wouldn't eat them, because during, like, the meetings, I wasn't eating the eggs and stuff. What, what, what was wrong with you? I've got the esophagus issue where it's nice, uh, it, it was super constricted, so, uh. Specifically to eggs? So, alright, uh, for this one. Are you telling me we have to find a way to open your esophagus up? There's been so many jokes about this, I don't even fucking want to hear it. Um, anyways, uh, what they what the doctor said was usually the reason why there's the, uh, it's an inflammation in the esophagus. So it's an allergic reaction to typically something you're eating that is not showing up as like the typical hives or stuff like that, but it shows up somewhere internally. So, uh, they basically gave me. Um, they put me on a Meprazol, which is uh, a heartburn medication. So it's like uh, your Zantac, right? Or the, and don't quote me on this. I'm not a fucking doctor, so don't anyone go try this. But um, Ivermectin. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and don't go to a doctor for dietary issues. Anyways, go on. So basically, they had me on that. So when the first time they scoped my throat, they've got to put you out completely... They put the scope all the way down that they're supposed to go through your esophagus, into your stomach, and into the top of your intestine. The first time they tried, they couldn't get that stupid small scope down my esophagus because it was so constricted. So the second time, they were able to actually get it all the way into and do the whole scope like they needed to. And that was when I was on the Imeprazole. But they were still like, hey, it's still a little more swollen than we'd like. Um, so here's the two options that we recommend for people. Either... You go on a diet that is no eggs, no dairy, oh, what is it? no soy, no grains, no uh, 
fish, and there was something else. I was like, so what the fuck am I supposed to eat? An elimination diet. Well, it's not necessarily... It's like elimination for fucking life. That, like, it was like... Okay, they wanted you to go on a diet for life? Huh? They want you to do that for they the rest of your life? Die. Yeah, but usually, like, an elimination diet, you're going to do, like... You'll reintroduce, elim- reintroduce foods to see how your body reacts to it. Right, yeah, and th- that was not on the table with this. It's so, always on the table. Which, but. and I think that more goes back to some of these doctors don't always... There's, there's people, especially, like... Um, there's people who talk about, like, as far as the doctors part of it, doctors are like lifeguards. It's the nutrition and the exercise is more like you're a swimming instructor. So a lot of the doctors don't pay attention to that. But whatever. That's different soapbox that we can talk about another time. So it was either that or basically there was a steroid that could be introduced to do that. And I ended up just coming back to the doctor and telling him, like, look, I'm no longer having any issues with food. So... I'm not going to do either of those things, and let's just pay attention to how it goes. So Good for you. Yeah. Doc, and doc, If the doctor said, oh, do you want some steroids? Yes, please. Well, it's not like that kind. Oh, okay. Darn. What are you doing? Volume's on? It's oh. a call, live call-in show. <sighs> no, it's an alarm to if make sure I take uh, my vitamins. Where's your vitamins, bro? They're in my little... They're in my office. What are you popping? Steroids. It's not working. No, it's not. <laughs> I was going to say, we got to talk to whoever's doing that for you. Thaddeus, I have an idea, dude. Yeah. Every time you get out of a car, you do 10 push ups. I just feel like that'd be weird. That would be. But weird. I have thought of something like that. That yeah. would suck when you're doing showings. Yeah, your hands would get so dirty. Do gloves. Or in the summertime, gloves? it's really hot. Towel. Who uses gloves? Me. Do you really? All the time. Dude, put it... All like, right. workout... You wore workout gloves? Workout gloves? Nothing like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just... I got the roughest not, hands you ever met saying, with a human being, though. Oh, dude. My I've been hand. working with concrete this week, and it's been getting bad. My hands are thick. I give people high fives so hard, they won't give me high fives anymore. Yeah. I've been working with a lot of wood lately. <laughs> <laughs> he does nothing in construction, if that gives you a hint. He's constructing something. It's called a tent. <laughs> <laughs> And they might be able to tattoo on it later tonight. <laughs> Woo! I could have helped you with that esophagus thing. This it's is a, true. That's literally the no, joke that he was telling. No, it's the same thing I tell my wife every time. Like, she's not feeling good. You know, you need you know what help? With, you know what help with that? Semen. It cures everything. True. <laughs> that's why his skin is so nice. <laughs> <laughs> All natural, baby. <laughs> What if we were to do that for a month? Semen? No. What? The, <laughs> the push-ups every time you got out of oh the car. Oh my gosh, yeah. I want to do that for the rest of my life, I think. Because I was thinking about it at work. And I got out of a car a lot of times today where I could have done easily 120 push-ups. And I did as a pussy. There was a couple weeks where I was doing, um, I was alternating days, either 100 push-ups, um, basically before bed, or 150 air squats. And I'd set a timer for five minutes, and you'd have to get it done. Before then, you start with a max set, and then just try and stay alive from there. You know, one of my uh, fitness goals is this year hmm. is to, uh, I mean, it's going to be probably hard, but is to, every time I eat, <clears throat> excuse me again, um, to try to take a 10 to 20 minute walk. Like after uh, I eat. Mark Bell or Stan Efforting? 
I never heard of Mark Bell doing it. I don't know who the other guy is. Mm. Stan Efforting? Yeah, it's supposed to help you digest your food better. Yeah, that's who I've heard. That's who I heard about it from. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys heard of a uh, um, Chat GPT? Yeah, GPT? That, that was blown up all over the have place. Have you messed around with it? No, have you? Oh yeah, and for sure. Like I rewrote my entire uh, bio for the website and Zillow and all the stuff on there. Yeah, I personally didn't write it. But yeah, but yeah, dude, I went on there. They've got like, what was this? I did. Oh, let me pull it up. Um, because I was showing Scott this. I was hearing that there were so many people on there that it was crashing quite a bit. What is this exactly? Can someone elaborate for my sake? Yeah, so Chat GPT is like a, an AI Google. So not Google, but a search engine. So what you do is that they have ones where you can actually look and create pictures. So you type in. No, I've heard about those ones. Yeah, but it's the same thing. You type in, like I'm trying to show you one that I did for Scott. I thought okay, it was funny. Here, I asked, uh, I asked, uh, so I asked, I was like, write me a social media post about mine and Scott Curtis's friendship over the years. Two seconds later, it's a, he, they writes out, uh, throw back to the days with Scott Curtis and I, just two kids navigating the ups and downs of life. Fast forward a few years, our friendship is stronger than ever. From late night study sessions to spontaneous road trips, so grateful for such an amazing friend by my side. Cheers to many more years, laughter, memories, and good times. Hashtag friendship, hashtag TBT. So basically, if I understand it correctly, ChatGPT is this AI search that, engine. Yeah. Yeah, but it basically has. It's been exposed to like almost the entire internet, if I understand correctly. So you can put in certain parameters too, as far as it can create brand new content like that, but not just like, hey, can you do a social media post? You can have it write like an essay. Yep. And you give it parameters. You can say, write this essay in the voice of choose whatever author, and it will write it out for you. Yep. There's a perfect, uh, it was, I saw Jordan Peterson talking about it, and he was talking about how he messed around with it. He's like, it's hard to tell with the inputs that I put into it to try and create this brand new piece of work. He's like, it, it's written exactly like the way I write. So what some people are concerned about is that this will be affecting a lot of the universities especially because it's when I tell you like if if we go to college and we now have to write a 3,000 word essay on god knows what you don't have to do it anymore because you can just go throw it into chat gpt so I think it's probably going to make a lot of, it's going to make at least the educational system relook at how things are being done on the homework side, especially. I think it's going to have, it's going to force us to look at how we do things on the learning side, because in as much as we can just grab a phone, if we have any questions, this is next level shit. It can write brand new code that has never been written before for computer software. You give it parameters on that, on what you want it to do, and it can figure it out. And if you got, so say you guys are writing the same exact essay, and if you type in the same exact thing, it'll spit out two different essays. So that's why, like, what has, what these people have created is fucking insane. So I think this is my kind of ignorant take on it. This is going to change how people have to learn and how we have to 
continue to innovate, right? Because we can get very lazy with yes. How chat long, GPT everything. When was the internet born? Uh, 70s. The 70s. So was that 50 years now? Like, Fuck. I swear that um, we weren't... 2020 forced us to utilize the internet and electronics and bring it into the school. So different ways for kids to learn. Yeah. I mean, we all, they always had it available, but it was never part of the curriculum. Yep. But like now it is. Yeah. Look how long it took us to cope with the internet. That changed well, the game okay. next to the, the what is it? The industrial coped with the internet. Industrial revolution. Yeah. Then the internet, and I, I'm with you. I think this is the next step of kind of like. What are we going to do with it? How are we going to use it? How are we not necessarily going to regulate it, but how are we going to use it to our advantage? And I think my thing would be is how do we use this in terms of how we think, right? Because as far as we grew up right before, what was it? We grew up in the infancy of the social media, social media age. MySpace. Right. So like, but now there's everything is so headlined. It's in that social super short video. So like, obviously everyone makes the same complaint, but I think there is something as far as to be able to logically reason to un, to know something, to actually be able to have an understanding on a topic and be able to make an opinion. And when someone comes to you and says, Hey, I've got an opinion about whatever's happening in the world and they just throw it at you. And if it's flawed, if you can take that within, hey, no, here's why. And you could start referencing other, if it's books that have been read, stuff like that. It's, we can, there's the potential that those things can get eliminated with chat GPT because I no longer need to read whatever it is that you have read or that what you understand. It's, what do you want to know? And I think in some ways this might highlight how the school system is broken where it's to say, all right, how do we teach people um, to actually learn something and understand something rather than I need you just to give me a sheet of paper with words on it about a certain topic that I asked you for. But at the same time, I think the way that we see things culturally moving, that's not going to happen. Everything goes back to handwritten. I I honestly don't know. I... We will teach cursive again. Yeah, which I I wonder if in some ways we start to approach a technological dark ages in a way. Which uh, the reason why I wouldn't think so is because we've got too many curious people out there. But I think with if it's chat GPT and where we get with AI and all these different things, if we no longer have to think Where where do the innovations go that we create? So do we just kind of stay in this stagnated spot? Does humanity stay in this stagnated spot for decades or hundreds of years? And I don't think we've reached it yet. I think we still have a ways to go. But Are you insinuating we're becoming the actual plot to Wally? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to get stagnant because we're always... Um, well, the general populace will. Yeah, that's what People I'm saying. People who aren't smart enough to come up with new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What I think is just another, you know, the middle class is going to be stuck in the middle class because even with the AI, there still has to people to, if nobody ever, like if you were to go on here and ask about the current interest rates and stuff, it's still for some reason pulling stuff from 2020, 21 and saying inventory's low, 
or yeah, inventory's low, interest rates are low, go buy a house, sell it, or something like that. But that's a simple like that's but like a code people, fix. Yeah, but if people don't make original content on what's going on, then if you type in and try to figure out what's going on with interest rates, you're never gonna know. So there still is the people up on the top are still going to be fine because they're going to be the ones creating the content. I, but I, I do I do think that a lot of people are just going to be like dumber. This is a very deep rabbit hole we found ourselves in, gentlemen. Yeah. Well, it's the same people where if they made a weight loss pill, those people would take Riposine? it. Yeah. But weight loss pills aren't about, yeah. No, like if you could take a pill. Yeah. And just like no, lose you're, 30 no, you're pounds. Skinny. Yeah, liposine. Yeah. Which, uh, but it's more like... Uh-huh. It's more like liposuction. Like it's basically like go to bed or go to the doctor, get liposuction down to this perfect figure, and you're good to go. So you can go from like 350 to 180 yeah. overnight, and it's like that's kind. Of, it's more like the switch. Yeah, I'm talking about something that we don't. Oh, I have. thought you're talking about like. You no, know, I just mean like if you could take bad. a pill for 30 days and you could be at whatever your goal weight was, just a lot of people solid, would take it. Just, but even though it's not about you know. It's not about fitness. Fitness and health is more about the journey, but that's another rabbit hole to go through. Yeah. But I mean, they're just going to be people that take advantage of it. Yeah. Um, but then I think the majority of people are probably going to take advantage of it in specific areas. Yeah. Which, if it's able like, to create it be, for new me, code, I guess I'm getting old because I'm in my 30s. You guys are still young. Like, I feel dumb. I would feel dumb if every single time somebody had a comment about something, I had to go ask a fucking AI about it. But I think. No one's going to have, well, not, no, I should say the concern would be more, is there any original thought outside of chat GPT? Yeah. Well, you could also argue that, um, it is your original thought because it's new code. It's something that's never been said before. Well, it's not even the new code, but it's more like chat GPT, give me a, thousand word explanation on see we're thinking too like you could also ask it be like hey can you write me code to do this right yeah or show me ask how do you write code yeah like a lot of stuff you're just going to be able to get because it's out yeah. there my thing is though like where does it grab all this information from i thought it literally grabs it from the internet yeah but like what is the internet the cloud? Oh, dear God. Like, is it taking stuff that are just, like, out in the cloud or, like, things you have to pay for? Like, a lot of people have online businesses. Is it pulling information from there because it's out there? I'm not sure. How do you regulate that? How do you know if they're not stealing your stuff? I'm not sure. Terms and services, dude. Yeah. yeah do you accept Which, that shit? How are you going to find it? I don't want to No, but as far as companies, yeah. I'm just saying. There's a lot of, a lot of gray area. We have crossed that 30-minute mark, so we should probably get this thing started for yeah. real, though. I will say, though, that I probably, this will be very helpful for me with writing posts, because I'm just, I'm not the most creative person. Like, yeah, I, I'm probably going to use it, but at the same time, my concern is more from the aspect of, like, Immediately all right, Immediately ask go? you to sign up for an account if you try to use it. Yeah, I did. Not a good sign. We'll start Because yeah, well, so how, how else are they supposed to grab everybody's information for the exactly. AI? Chat GPT. I just gave them all Dude, my information. it's fucking Terminator. Anyways, all right, let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sledgehammers in the Office podcast where we celebrate the heavy hitters on the job site and in the office. Today, I am joined by Joseph Morris. What are we drinking, sir? Uh, we are drinking Sapporo, and we're also drinking some Suspicious Tequila and Orange Crush. 
As I was drinking both of those things. I'm no longer. Along with Mason Oxendale. Yes, that's me. Malagro tequila. It's a little silver one, agave one. I uh, definitely recommend if you haven't tried the uh, some tequila, you know, not the gold nasty stuff, the clear silver tequila with some orange soda. It's a game changer. Phenomenal as a shot. Yeah. Well, you take a shot and then you chase it with it. It works as a drink out of a coffee mug as well. Yeah. So, uh, actually, while we're here, Joe's going to demonstrate how exactly to oh, do the shot. How to do the No, we're not going to do the shot, I don't think. I think yeah, yeah, no. Shot. Yeah, the shot. The shot. No, yeah. I didn't do a shot. It's now. more of a shot that we turned into a drink. Here's the deal. Here's what I'm going to do. There's ice in the freezer. There's ice in the freezer? It's crazy. Still pouring. Okay. And it story makes sense. Yeah. About him getting shit faced. Oh yeah. That is significant. That's about the reverse how I made his first drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe do go hard in the paint. Alright, and then I'm Thaddeus, obviously, and I've got the shamrock, whole milk, chocolate milk. <sighs> All right, we wa are we watching? What no, yeah. no, carry on. All right, so we've got our numbers for the week real quick. got to scroll down so I can see all of them. Uh, we track the real estate numbers for uh, Maricopa County, which is going to be the greater Phoenix area. Just throw them back to Kilo, boys. Um, it's that night. So we like to show you these numbers. Obviously, if you're in the Phoenix area, then it gives you an idea of what we're looking at. And then if you're outside of the... Phoenix area. We hope this is kind of gives you a general idea of what may, might be happening in your local market or in the market at large. So active homes, we've got 12,698 currently active, which is down 1,687 from, from last week, from last month. Okay. Last month. Yeah. So which from last week, it's right around the same. I saw your numbers that you put up there is about 200 different or 200 higher. Closed, we've got 3,902, which is only down 181 from 30 days ago. So, which is normal because it's just we these are numbers from December, yes. essentially. We're yep. our first week, we're one weekend, oh, I guess we're almost two weeks in, huh? From January, yeah, but that still lands Christmas and New Year's right in the middle of it. So, yep. honestly, like, not super thrilled that it's under 4,000 homes that we're seeing closed in a month. I'm hoping that we see that go up, especially once we get into mid February because we'll be far enough away from Christmas, New Year's, all that good stuff. But I feel like for it to be 3,900 uh, is still a pretty stable number. So the last time I remember you guys talking about how the Christmas would affect home buying. In mm -hmm. So is that still something we're looking at here where people are kind of recuperating from those losses of spending however much they did on right uh, presents, if you will? Um, it's, it's more from... Where is he going? think he's just he's having a bad night allergies or something <laughs> he's got to drink more tequila to open right up um it's i think more people put it on pause partly because of their spending on that but also they don't want to be worrying about okay moving i don't want to be moving during christmas so usually their focus turns away from looking to buy or sell a home to making sure we buy christmas presents who's coming into town are we going out of town stuff like that so but once you usually hit January, now everything starts to come back into focus as far as do we want to move? Are we looking to sell? Stuff like that. So that's where we 
hope to see those numbers start picking back up again, especially rolling uh, into summer, which summer is a crazy time to buy and sell, especially for Arizona, but it's a good time to get those kiddos moved so that they could start the school year fresh at a new school. Yeah, make sure you come to ASU. We have a great education system. <laughs> Send your daughters. <laughs> they sent all their daughters to GCU, bro. No. They're not on Mill Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, what are the, uh, the... Did you go over the prices of wood and stuff? No, yeah. They we got at? two by fours at 325 which Up or down? That should be down from a month ago, but holding steady from last week. Plywood at 1160 which is down considerably from a month ago. Um, and also down, I think... 50 cents to a dollar from last week as well. So interest rate, uh, Mason has us reporting right around the 6.09. 6 yeah, 6.09. Yeah, So uh, and obviously those numbers are moving all the time, but we can get you in contact with a lender who's going to explain what the exact numbers are going to be for your specific uh, situation. So feel free to reach out to Mason about that. Yeah, and I wanted also to... sells in Cottonwood. I do. This is true. And cars. <laughs> you were uh, saying? But yeah, so I wanted to I wanted to touch a little bit more about the interest rates. Um, just figured we'd dive right into it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so we're at 6.09, and that's just for a 30-year fix, so there's no buy-down points. Um, actually, I think jumbo loan interest rates are lower, so our 15-year And real quick, where did you pull this number from? This is from... Um, what the heck is it called? What was that app we just downloaded? ChatGPT. No, that's <laughs> not, I don't think that's an app. Uh, mortgage is. Mortgage News Daily. Okay. Yeah, and also like it matched up with all the um, everything my uh, lenders send us okay. on a daily basis. Yeah, so um, it's kind of you know kind of cool, interesting information. Um, so the uh, December 2022 uh, CPI numbers, so the Consumer Price Index, which is kind of like you know, food, housing, gas, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it uh, essentially relates to inflation, which also will dictate whether where interest rates are. Um, so that actually dropped by 0.1%. Um, the in the month that? of December. That was the CPI that you're talking yep, about. Yeah, that, that was the CPI. Okay. You know, so I mean, I think the biggest jump was. I mean, it probably might have been slightly even more. If it wasn't for the uh, bird flu, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I mean, it's not sandwich. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like everything dropped one percent. Some specific items rose. Some dived down. But the averages. Yeah, like you can get about. more nerdy into it. Yeah. Uh, but actually, the six point zero nine percent is the lowest rate we've had in four months. I was about to say because last week we were talking about mid sixes to high sixes so for it to be yeah, 6. those are just crazy those are just crazy people what's the lowest number we've seen over the year the year yeah. the beginning 5. of the year yeah we well, were still in the threes it yeah. was like the end of summer is when it started spiking insane yeah um but what so a crazy time to move to arizona that's the only thing i think of yeah but like we said it's a lot of it orients around kids school because if you move between like May to August, you can get the kids uh, into the new school at the beginning of the school year rather than yanking them in the middle of the school year. Exactly. Okay. And, you know, to, I mean, to not go too nerdy into it, but it's essentially, it's all kind of depends on an inflation rate. I mean, obviously, our inflation rate skyrocketed 
during the past two years. And then so what the Fed does is that they raise uh, interest rates. That's how they kind of try to level off the inflation. So they'll keep raising it and raising it until it's down to a specific number that they want. And then and they'll start lowering it. Yeah. As, um, oh shoot, I forget the, why can't I even think of the Fed, the person who runs the Fed. I can't remember their name. I was who cares listening to a podcast about them uh, yesterday. And basically they, they've come out and said their goal is we want, to, they want to see 2% inflation. Before interest rates start coming down, yeah. which is going you to stole be... stole my next bullet point on my notes. Sorry. Which is going to be a very aggressive goal to do. But they've, for the most part, they've been holding to it. And that's why we've seen everything 6% and above for those interest rates. Yeah. I mean, shoot, we should, we should make a uh, short podcast video just on the interest rates and the history over the past three years. I mean, because... The reason why the inflation rate is so high is because the feds waited way too long. But anyways, yeah, but like he said, so um, the good news is is that our inflation overall is trending down, which is a good thing. But still, like uh, Thaddeus said, we're still not um, at that. We're still above that 2% mark that the feds want to see us at. Um, So um, what was it? so they're say they're saying that there's a so the uh, feds they meet again the end of January because they meet four times a year so they're meeting in the end of January and they're saying there's a ninety five percent chance of them actually uh, lifting the rates again by point two five percent which we've been there previously so what exactly hmm? what happened last time did they actually raise it or was it just some talks. <sighs> As far as I know, usually kind of the rumor going in for the last year or so, when they say they're going to raise it, they've been raising it. Yeah, it's been, I think, yeah, they've been spot on. For the most part. And for the most part, it's pretty just steadily just gone up the last year as far as when there's rumblings that, hey, it looks like we're going up, we're going up. Yeah. And two, just because the feds raise their rates doesn't mean that it is like 100% given that the mortgage rates are going up. They're raising up the rates on like credit cards and stuff like that because which and, credit card interest rates have jumped astronomically. Yeah, so which is year. really dumb for those people putting those Cheetos on their credit card, you know, <laughs> and then making minimum payments. Yeah, uh, but you know it's based off the bond market. So I mean, if it does its job quick enough, I mean, you could even see it possibly get lower, which it probably won't. I mean. We're going to see another small probably spike in the interest rates if you just follow the trend in the data and stuff. Yeah. And then that uh, 5% interest rate that we were hoping for in spring is probably going to be pushed closer to summer. Everything that I've been hearing has been late second quarter, early third quarter, second or third quarter, heavy on the third quarter being where we might see some of that start to trend down. But it... That's no one it's has a crystal guessing. ball. Yes, I mean, you it can't, is a huge you can't, guessing yeah, game. Exactly, you can't predict. Well, you can probably predict pretty fairly, but which and I you think, don't know how people are going to spend their money. What yeah, does ChatGPT have to say about this? <laughs> Who? ChatGPT. GPT. They still think GTP? we're in 2020. GPT? They still yeah. think the interest rates is low. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Incorrect. Yeah. False. Yep. What did Trump say? Yeah. 
<laughs> Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. So there we are. So once again, I think I say this on the podcast again. Um, if you were in the market to buy a house right now, this would probably be a really good time to buy it and take advantage of the 6.09%. Because guess what? You're not stuck with it for the entire 30 years. Yep. Because you are allowed to refinance. And like we say every time, and I think it's very appropriate because kind of how I freaked out last time on people who try and oversell the position. Mason said it last week, and we're going to bang this drum for basically all of time. It comes down to what can you personally afford, where are your personal finances. But on social media, it'll be, it is the perfect time to buy a house in Phoenix, Arizona. I fucking hate those people. Depending on your situation and where you are. And what you want to do. Yep. Are you in the market, Joe? Am I in the market to buy a house? Yeah. In Phoenix? No. Where, though? Uh, Prescott, preferably. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you guys talked about that last time. Yeah. I want to live in the woods, pine trees. The woods? That's a long drive for work. I wouldn't want to work in the valley anymore, though. And for the podcast. So why is this guy even on the podcast if he's just going to go up there? Well, I'm going to get my pilot's license, you see. The way, the way I saw you pour that tequila, I don't know if I want to get a plane with you. <laughs> no, it's going to be a helicopter, dude. Oh, is it? Yeah, ideally, but not Hey, likely. they ground all flights when someone like him decides to go up in yeah, the air. This is true. <laughs> Actually, yeah, when, they stole, when that guy stole that uh, aircraft and he said he was going to fly into Walmart. What was that guy's name? You guys want hear about that? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, so this guy stole this aircraft and he's like, I'm going to fly it into Walmart. <laughs> but I said he did a barrel roll and then nosedived it into the ground. I see a bullet point that says glazing. Wet glazing. Oh. What is that? It's good. This is, uh, this is kind of where... Um, Does this go back to fixing Thaddeus' throat? It could. Okay. Yeah, so this is going to be part of the show where we're going to focus on or feature uh, kind of some building practices. So Joe's going to walk us through... Did I, did I set you up on the wrong bullet point? My bad. No. We we're, were not ready for this? We were going to go there next, so it's perfect. Um, but Joe's going to walk us through real quick uh, what glazing is, what specifically wet glazing is in regards to his job and kind of describe it. So we're going to, obviously, I know there's a lot of people who are listening and we don't have any displays here with us, uh, but he'll try and roll through what it is and give you an idea of what that process looks like. So, Got it. So, and also, before you start, be on the lookout for, they're probably going to make a uh, YouTube video where you can see the uh, difference between both of them. Yeah, dry glazing and wet glazing? Yeah. They're we both going to involve Thaddeus' throat, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do have a video up on the YouTube channel already. Oh, good. With us doing a dry glazing. Was that one-eighth or quarter? For the There's no need to nerd out like that. No, no. Is the... Uh, Western panel, remember that we did? Oh, yeah. Boot glaze. Yep. Make sure you put a link to that podcast in the show notes, too, so people can check it out. All right, yeah. That's a good but, one. All right, let's stop burning any time. Joe, wet glazing. So here's your deal with wet glazing, right? It's going to open Thaddeus' throat up real wide because he's going to be screaming and pissed the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so wet glazing is what you would do if, you, hypothetically speaking, you've got a window that was held in with uh, older technique like butyl, which is really thin, almost like putty substance. When you heat it up, it turns into basically a fluid, which is unfortunate if you're trying to get an old piece of glass out of a window. Um, What's going on? He's having fun. We'll get to that. Yeah, carry on. So, 
So here's the deal with butt glazing versus drag glazing. Drag glazing is tape. It's double-sided tape. Uh-oh, he looked. I don't even see it. I'm not going to pay attention to that. I'm going to choose your thing. Oh, no, I didn't write anything. No. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll let you finish your story because I'm kind of curious myself. Right on. Okay, so drag glazing is double-sided tape in different variances of thickness. So you're going to have quarter and half inch. Not so half inch, as, inch. A d- as a dumb construction person, like, what is the use for glazing? It's keeping glass in a window. Okay. Well, real quickly, glazing is the fancy way of saying switch out glass. Yeah. Or install glass. Okay. Clear enough to where you can see through, basically. Yeah, kind of like a dome. But, um, yeah, so wet glazing is using a silicone as opposed to a double-sided tape. And that's pretty much the only real significant difference between the two. Now, what is your guys' recommendation? Uh, Depends on the product. Yeah, always depends on the product. If it's a vinyl, you're going to use something almost like a hot glue, which is going to be a wet glaze technically, but it dries almost like a, uh, a dry glaze. It's going to set thick, but it's not going to set um, like a tape will, if you will, because it's literally hot glue. Now, when you guys place windows, this is kind of a personal question. Okay. Because uh, I was making, which I did, you I did. I don't think I showed you when you came over my old house, but on one of our my windows... I was going to do it to all of them, but of course I didn't make it there. I made a windowsill all by myself. Nice. I even got the uh, the rotor thing and made like the little fancy uh, rounded corner design with the flat edge on the bottom. But I did all that, and it actually came out really good. But anyways, so when I was doing that, um, I realized that the people who put in our new windows, I don't know if this is what you're supposed to do, but like they set the windows on the drywall. Like isn't there, there's a, there's a wood frame. Right, the structure, for, of, for the house, the structure yeah. of the house for where they you put the window. Yeah, and you put the window in, mm-hmm. right, and then you essentially put the drywall over it. Um, there's a couple ways to do it, and part of this is going to come down to your wall thickness. So this is going to be the way that they did it. I believe is appropriate from the way that you're describing it right now. So uh, yeah, because mm-hmm. essentially what it's almost like they had the hole, the frame for the window, mm-hmm. and then they drywalled it before they put the window in. Mm-hmm. And when, so they put the new window just sitting on the drywall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that appropriate? So let me get this straight. The drywall, it was running along the wall. It made a right angle turn and dead-ended into the window. Yeah, because remember our house was like made of brick? Yes. So oh, this side of brick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. The, the inside yep. of the entire window was... Yeah, all right, so <clears throat> real quick, uh, we'll put pause on the glazing. When Typically, when you're installing windows and doors in a house for the exterior, that's going to happen right after framing. So once framing gets done, you'll have rough electrical, rough plumbing, um, if you're running data wires, any of that stuff that needs to go through studs. The other thing that you're going to do, though, is you're going to do your windows and doors because they need to be waterproofed to the framing. So then the, the stucco or siding or whatever finish is going on it goes on after that. Drywall is going to come on after all of the rough work, which mm-hmm. is those wires, plumbing, all that good stuff is run in there. So <clears throat> all those windows, windows will get set. They drywall to the windows. So now when you go to replace it, you're going to take a window that's usually the same width so they can cut it away from the drywall, but they can just yank it out, and when they set that new one, they just butt it right up to the drywall, and they're good to go. So they'll waterproof it on the outside, so no water's going to get to your drywall, but that's why it looks like they just 
they just butted it right up against the drywall. But that's the appropriate way to do it. Yeah. Well, these this was a uh, these weren't the original windows. Right. So that, these were somebody yeah. who put them in. Exactly. That, that's what we're saying. Though. Yeah, so yeah. imagine. But so they, yeah. So what I so construction. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that when I uh, cut out the drywall, you know, I cut out the inside of the drywall so I can make the insert of the wood for the windowsill. Mm-hmm. Is that um, the it wasn't up to it. It was literally like all the way underneath it. And it was all cracked and stuff. And it was that the way the entire thing. So like I literally went to fit because, you know, I wanted to have the, the wood piece right underneath there so I could, um, you know, seal it. So I literally had to take like a, a knife or a screwdriver and like chip away because it was already in crumbles. Chip away at well, it so I well could stick crumbles. The, the drywall because it was sitting on it. It was cracked. Mm. The drywall was bent. It was all out of place. So like I had to like scoop some of it out so I could fit the windowsill and then the rest of the wooden frame around it. Hmm. Maybe a wrong window sizing by a little bit. Yeah, it could be very well. Yeah, and um, I wish I could say it was all of them, but I only did one window. Yeah. So it might have been like they just mismeasured and they fucking added drywall. Or they purposely measured. I don't know what they did, but it just didn't seem like the appropriate way to do it. Was water coming in on the drywall at any point that you're aware of? Not that I'm aware of. Which probably not, because if you seal it from the outside, you're fine. Exactly. So that's kind of my curiosity, right? <clears throat> so do they do it the right way? Hit or miss. Is it done properly? Sounds like it was. Which the joke that I was always told is there's a billion ways to skin a cat. And yeah. the good news is the cat's always dead. This is true. Yeah, you had a dead cat. I just didn't like it because uh, I felt like there was a lot of. I don't know. I just didn't feel like my windows were sealed. Like just like it was always either super hot or super cold. Granted, it was a super old ass house. Yeah, but, which I don't. I don't think that that's gonna. Yeah, be I just didn't. Yeah, that. I guess I just didn't like the idea of the window just like being held up by cocking. There's no screws or anything at all. There should have been or screws. like a couple screws. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know if there were screws. To be honest with you. Did yeah, there probably. Wait, was. you would have to only you on have the to take the window out. That was weird. Sure. Yeah, it was only. It, do you, do you put uh, screws on this uh, top and bottom? Because I there was only that's the other weird thing. There was only one screw, left and right. That would make enough sense if they're trying to square it up to make sure it's level on both okay. sides. So if they you know oh we're not we're at a level over here a sixteenth and they suck it up whatever that it might be. So that makes sense. What you're what you're describing is accurate to a remodel. Yeah. Or a and, replacement. And part of it does like if there's only two screws holding that window in, then yeah, it sounds like someone half assed it. Probably. Okay. A little bit. So Is it gonna ruin the value of the house? Probably not. No. It's just yeah. Just one of those little things as you like makes modifications to your house that you realize that somebody took some shortcuts. Yeah. Yeah. Just like when you take your car to mechanic. Exactly. Some yep. weird wires hanging out in the engine bay. Yeah. <laughs> are you done? Are you done with your glazing? Uh, I don't know. Am I done with the glazing? Um, I, I feel like we need to get into it too much. So basically, to just make sure, bring everyone up to speed real quick. Glazing <clears throat> is going to be installing or replacing glass if it's in a window, door, and obviously walls now for office buildings, stuff like that. So well, your yeah, your definition of glazing. Yeah, there's. Uh, couple ways to do it like joe talked about you can do it with double-sided tape you can do it with um 
basically silicone type adhesives. There's putties, stuff like that. And then there's also uh, rubber gaskets. So um, Joe was going through as far as, uh, let's talk about maybe specifically if you've got a wood clad, which is going to be wood on the interior window and someone needs to replace that piece of glass that's in there. Yeah, what are the most, sorry, uh, what are the, like, mo the most common uh, thing that you run across? I think that would be more appropriate to talk about, like, vinyl windows with so the wood. So, unfortunately, that's kind of the weird part we run into, because we come from an industry where almost everything's aluminum. And when we come into vinyl contact, it's like, this is taboo. I don't know how I feel about that this. residential? I feel like that's pretty high in residential. Oh, yeah. All right, well, it's also the window and door company that we're talking about, they're doing, High end, so. yeah, they're doing multi-million dollars. So for a lot of the production homes, they're doing a lot of vinyl. They are doing some aluminum, but, um, and I think the majority of people that the majority of the nine people listening aren't in the luxury market. Yeah. They're hitting the, the vinyl product. You know what? There's nothing wrong with vinyl. I don't want to be hear people say anything bad about vinyl. Vinyl works. Yeah. Vinyl if you skin. install it correctly, it's a yes, good product. That's true. Yeah. And we so, have what so what type of glazing would you use for vinyl? You're going to use a wet, it's a wet glazing on vinyl. It's okay. going to be kind of weird. It's going to be hot, almost like hot glue. We haven't done very much vinyl glazing, except mm -hmm. for with dry or wet. Mm -hmm. Have we? We've only done a couple, though. Yep. So, but, um, for windows, you're going to have one side. If you think of your windows in halves. So, usually, this is not all cases, but for vinyl, I think most times... Well, I shouldn't even say that. All right, one side of your window is going to, the glass is going to sit against. It's going to be like a frame that the glass sits inside. And then on the other side, you're going to have what are called stops. And these usually click in or are nailed in to the frame of the window that now sandwiches that glass all together. So when you're doing wet glazing, before you put that window down, the side that faces the exterior, you're going to put silicone or some of that butyl, putty, whatever it is. Then you set the glass against it. So now you've created a water seal. And then on the interior, you either snap in, which is typical for vinyl windows, the stops, or you nail them in with a brad nailer. Um, on wood clad, most of the time. On wood clad, yep. Yeah. So. 18 gauge. Yep. Which will... We'll try and follow up with a video on that to kind of describe it a little more. But um, we probably have one of that actually. Yeah, if we've got a, if they've got one that they're kind of getting rid of, then let's snag it up and we could do something with that for the videos uh, in this new year. Um, but that's how you wet, that's how you glaze a window. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of a rough description, but over the next couple of weeks, we'll try and kind of keep everyone and just to. To clarify, you know, you know, when somebody says glazing, they might not think of oh, window glazing. That's what they talked about. Yeah, some so people might some people might think of this uh, earmuffs for the sensitive people. It's when you're banging two chicks. Oh no! And after your dick pukes on one of them. Oh no! The other rubs her tits or stomach. Oh no! Against the others. Oh no! Creating a glaze. On both of them. Oh no, he Googled it. <laughs> he interneted that. And again, to clarify, that is not how you install a window. That's not how you install a window. 
it's not it's gonna be okay dude here's tomato mode I just have to decide right now if we're cutting that out of the podcast or well, absolutely not. <laughs> That's a keeper. Yeah, he worked hard on it. He looked it up. What did you use? Google Thank God it's paint? an hour in, oh, and if anyone's not. listening, an hour in, we appreciate Urban you. Dictionary. Urban, Urban Dictionary. Dictionary. Shoot this us is a DM. Urban Dictionary. We're gonna send yeah. you some merch. Urban Dictionary. He went out of his way. Oh mother! He made an effort. On I him. was like, "There's no way that glazing away right. glazing can't be a dirty word." No, all it right, totally is. all right. That's why I talked about it opening his throat. Are we already at an hour? Yeah, we're at an hour. We're okay. at an hour. We'll skip the house. Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. We've got a meeting that we got to get to. Oh, after I, this. You're gonna ended, say the thing, right? We ended the podcast on that. Yeah, congratulations. That's what I was saying. If anyone listened to the end of the podcast and heard what Mason was talking about, and shoot, also shoot us a DM. We're uh, gonna send you some merch. DM us or uh, comment in the video. Um, if you uh, have a personal experience with glazing, I would yeah. like to hear how it went for yeah. you, what it happened, Vivid how it felt. Uh, just how, curious. How Photos welcome. Yes. So feel free to do that. And you, Thaddeus, will send you a shirt. Direct all of those to Mason and Joe. I do not want to see any of those. It's at Mason Oxendale at Instagram. All right. Joe, where can they find you and send Oh, yeah, them? that's where you find me. Sorry. Yeah. We're just... When you thought the podcast was going good, somebody derails it. We're getting off the boat, dude. <laughs> yeah. There's still tequila left. All right, Joe, where can they find you? Instagram. Search it underscore there. Watch me do dumb stuff. Put pink interior in my Miata. All right. You can find my real estate stuff at that AC Realty. Uh, construction stuff at Saito underscore building. If you guys have a project or... Um, if you're looking to buy or sell a house, feel free to reach out to us and we're going to get you guys all squared away. So until next time, I hope your hammer stays accurate, your Wi-Fi fast and your work blessed. See everybody. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs>